Tech Fighter Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 541 for the 30th of April, 2017. This week, the new version of Zara Pro X365 brings powerful new features, online editing capabilities, and a forward-thinking approach to software provided on a rental basis. If you have a credit card, and who doesn't these days, does it offer reward points? Surprisingly, nearly a third of those who earn credits never use them. In short circuits, maybe you already knew that Windows 10 can mount a disk image file without needing a utility of any sort. Now I do too. Something else I didn't know until recently, a utility exists to display thumbnail images of Photoshop, Illustrator, and encapsulated PostScript files in Windows Explorer. This week in Spare Parts, only on the website, might Wells Fargo have spared its reputation and millions in fines if the company had just paid more attention to what people were saying about it online? The Asus Tinker board looks like it'll be popular with hobbyists, and retailers are turning to bots and artificial intelligence to give customers a more personalized experience. About a year ago, Zara released a subscription version of its software, Zara 365. Now, in addition to updates for the computer-based application, the company has released a web-based application that brings Zara design functions to portable devices. Zara Online Designer still is officially in beta. It's included with Zara Web Designer and Zara Designer Pro X. Documents created in the desktop applications can then be viewed or edited using a web browser on any computer or tablet, and that includes Mac computers and both Android and Apple tablets. Before we move on to the computer-based application, let's take a look at Online Designer. It has a remarkable interface that works with keyboard and mouse or with touch-based devices. When I visited the site with Chrome, it allowed me to sign in using the credentials I have on file with Zara, but then it crashed. The error message pointed to ColorZilla, a plug-in, so I disabled ColorZilla and tried again. Online Designer crashed again, this time being unable to name the plug-in that caused the problem, so I switched over to Firefox. This is, after all, a beta application at this point. It worked just fine in Firefox. The interface is surprisingly clean. At first, you might think there's very little you can do, but that first glance would be very wrong. Selecting any component of the image does several things. At the top of the screen, the application will tell you what you've selected. If you check out the TechBiter Worldwide website this week, you'll see I've selected a shape. A pop-up tool will appear to provide most of the common tasks, such as copy, duplicate, delete, and float. The real power, though, comes from revealing a menu of functions on the right side of the screen. After selecting an item, I chose Transparency and increased the transparency from its default value of 0 to about 60%, and the shape became light gray. 
Another icon worth taking a look at is at the top of the screen on the right, a blue box with an arrow that points up. What does this mean? Clicking it reveals two options, Share and Share Editing. Share simply creates a URL you can use to allow anyone with a web browser to view a copy of the work. Share Editing is similar, but it will allow the recipient to make changes to the file. When you share a document, Zara Online Designer provides a link to the file. You'll find a link to a file I was working on on the TechBiter Worldwide website this week. If you want to allow others to edit the file, you'll first be asked to save it to a cloud-based location. And once you've done that, Zara will send a link by email to those you specify. Anyone who edits the image will need to create a free online designer account. Zara plans to open the online designer up to a wider audience soon, but for now, let's just move on and take a look at the PC-based version's new features. Zara's developers have concentrated on seemingly impossible tasks over the years. One of the first impossible things involved combining the ability to edit both raster and vector images in the same program. That capability is now commonplace. So, the next step involved making it possible for a single application to create websites, print documents, and graphics. Now the application can even open and edit PDF documents and Word files. In this year's version, photo editing displays a faint copy of the original image as the user resizes it. This makes it easier to see exactly what's inside the crop area and what's outside. And although it's not strictly a part of the application, Zara's online catalog file makes available a huge number of stock photos and illustrations, symbols, graphic elements, audio, video files, charts, forms, icons, and a lot more. You might, for example, search stock photos for a picture of the New York Library and find an image of the reading room that recently reopened after being closed for a few years. Or you might search stock illustrations for cats. You'll find a lot of those. The magic begins with objects such as editable charts that Zara provides. Choose a chart type and import it, then adjust it to suit your needs. The charts arrive with varying bar lengths, values, and names. To change a name, just click and type. To change the length of a bar or its associated number, you can either grab the end of the bar and move it, and the value changes automatically, or click the value and change it, and the bar length resizes automatically. As a website design tool, Designer Pro X365 offers high-powered features that make websites distinctive. One of these is the option to place something on the main page and then have it stick to the top of the screen as the user scrolls. You'll find various other animation options in the toolkit, too. Subscribers receive a year's worth of website M for a single domain, Although Zara can create websites in multiple sizes, it doesn't support truly responsive adaptive design. So being able to house a version of the site designed for mobile devices on website M is helpful. Maybe truly responsive adaptive design will come in a future version. In this version, the media player has been updated to full HTML5 compatibility. Previews can emulate the Windows 10 browser for testing, and page transition effects have been improved. And Zara hasn't left out people who use the program to design text-based documents on paper. Ligatures aren't used as much today as they once were, but they're still a sign of fine typesetting. 
Most sans-serif typefaces, the ones without feet, don't include ligatures, and not even all serif typefaces, those are the ones with feet, have them either. If the typeface you're using offers ligatures, Zara Pro X365 can set them for you. Maybe you're wondering what the heck a ligature is. Well, it occurs when two or more letters are joined into a single glyph. The oldest ligature is considered to be the ampersand. It actually began as the letters E-T, that's the Latin word for and, but it's no longer considered to be a ligature because it's been just the plain old ampersand for so long. Ligatures can be made from any combination of letters. The most common ones seem to involve the letters F, I, and L. Ligatures are effective in headlines, in part because they save a little space. You'll see an example of it on the TechBiter Worldwide website. Other improvements in text handling deal with lists and tables. And for those who don't like software as a service, the rental basis, you might like what Zara has done. Zara's approach differs significantly from Adobe's in that users receive a perpetual license to use the software. During the year, updates and enhancements will be delivered automatically. And if you decide not to renew a subscription at the end of the year, the application will continue to run, although any new features introduced during the year will be rolled back if you need to reinstall the software. Additionally, those who don't renew the services will, of course, lose access to the online content catalog, and they will no longer receive feature or content updates. Zara's exact words are these. The copies that you have installed at the time of expiry will continue to run indefinitely, but if you reinstall on a new machine after the update service has expired, then the new installation will fall back to the version you last purchased. This is a logical, common-sense approach that offers the software user an option to continue using the version of the software that they acquired initially forever, instead of making the applications stop working at the end of the rental period. So, bottom line, five cats, Zara hits a home run with Pro X365. As usual, Zara offers several versions, Designer Pro X365 for $300, Web Designer 365 Premium, $100, and Photo and Graphic Designer 365, $70. Upgrades from previous versions cost less, and although it's a subscription-based application, the application still works if you decide to stop paying. An online catalog and the coming ability to edit Zara files in an online editor make it a value that's hard to beat. You'll find additional details on the Zara website. There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. This isn't strictly a technology story, although a lot of technology is involved. Mainly it's research that surprised me because so many people seem to be leaving cash on the table. Many credit cards provide bonus points when they're used. Merchants pay for these in fees the bank charges, so you can be sure that the points are offset by slightly higher prices that you pay. In other words, it's kind of a shell game. The points are yours, and not redeeming them gives your money to the credit card company. What surprised me is that some 31% of credit card holders have never redeemed credit card rewards. The report by Bankrate.com says that cardholders typically gravitate to one extreme or the other, redeeming their rewards, points, or miles frequently, 
38% did so within the past six months, or not at all. Credit card rewards don't gain in value over time. Bankrate.com credit card analyst Robin Sachs-Frankel says they're more likely to lose value as companies require more points or miles for the same perks. Your best move is to cash them in regularly. The most popular redemption is cash back. 49% of those who've used credit card rewards said that they most recently exchanged their rewards for cash. Airline tickets were a distant second, just 17%, and then gift cards, 12%. Millennials were more likely to have chosen cash back than older adults. That's 67% versus 43%. The conventional wisdom has been that millennials are averse to credit cards, but that seems to be changing. Older millennials, those in the 27 to 36-year-old range, are now more likely than Gen Xers to possess a credit card, 61% to 56%. Overall, about one in four cardholders is willing to pay an annual fee, The credit card market is competitive right now, so if you're not happy with a fee, you can either shop around to find another card that doesn't have one or see if the issuer is willing to waive the fee to keep your business, according to Frankel. Creditcards.com recently reported that more than 80% of cardholders were able to get an annual fee waived or reduced just by asking. The survey was conducted by Princeton Survey Research Associates International by telephone, It involved 1,001 adults living in the continental United States. And if you'd like to see the full survey, it's on the Bankrate website. There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. In short circuits, sometimes it takes me a while to learn something. I've been using Virtual Clone Drive from Elaborate Bytes for so long that I somehow missed the fact that it is no longer needed with Windows 10. The free utility has been helpful because it allows the user to mount image files, ISOs, without having to burn the image to a CD or a DVD. But now the image files can be mounted just by Windows Explorer. Virtual Clone Drive does have some useful features that Windows doesn't, so I am keeping it on the computer. But if you need to mount an ISO drive only occasionally, the built-in function is perfect. Use the file manager to locate the ISO you want to mount. In the case I've illustrated on the TechBiter Worldwide website, it's an Ubuntu Linux disk. Either right-click the file and then choose Mount, or select the Disk Image Tools tab at the top of the window and choose Mount. And Windows Explorer can also be used to burn an image to a CD or DVD. Once the file has been mounted, it'll have a drive letter and can be used just the same as any optical disk would be used. The Ubuntu disk received drive letter J. And when you're finished with the disk image, just use the Drive Tools menu and click Eject. That will close the drive and drop the letter from the display. Easy. seems to be my week for discovering things that have been around for a long time. One of my major annoyances with Photoshop files is that they don't appear as thumbnail images in the file open dialog. It's a mystery to me why either Microsoft or Adobe didn't do something about this years ago. But it seems that a couple of guys, David Blake and Ken Silverman, invented a solution. 
Blake has a computer science degree from the University of Michigan, and Silverman has an applied math degree from Brown University. Together, they created the Adobe Photoshop document codec. By default, Windows displays only an icon for Photoshop, encapsulated PostScript, and Adobe Illustrator files. Unless you've named the file precisely, finding the one you want can be a long and frustrating process. Although I'd hoped to find a free utility, the $20 cost of the utility was money well spent. The only problem I encountered was a false positive warning from the antivirus program I use. When the installation process completes, you'll have to reboot the computer, but then Windows will be able to display thumbnails for Photoshop, Illustrator, and PostScript files. If this is something that frustrates you, it is an easy fix. And to think, I could have solved this problem seven years ago, if only I had known about the solution. To learn more or download a 15-day free trial, visit the Ardfree Imaging website. You'll find a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. And also on the TechBiter Worldwide website, you will find spare parts. In fact, you'll find it only on the TechBiter Worldwide website. This week, we wonder, might Wells Fargo have spared its reputation and millions of dollars in fines if the company had paid more attention to what people were saying about it online? The Asus Tinker Board looks like it's going to be popular with hobbyists, and retailers are turning to bots and artificial intelligence to give customers a more personalized experience. Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.